Christy is in love, and we're going to talk about it on this Taking Off podcast episode. Hello and welcome to the Taking Off Podcast. I'm Dan Milliken. You are so dramatic, and I'm Christy Wong. <laughs> I am. Don't you love my uh, dramatic hooks and stuff? <sighs> Only sometimes. <laughs> but you are in love. I mean, is, when I we we recently uploaded your your tribute to the 145, and it was you wrote it. You you did the the narration, and everything. The love was very evident in the uh, in what you were saying and doing. So you love airplanes. I do love airplanes. If you're talking about airplanes in general, yeah, for the most part, it's true. But I like the history behind the development of the airplanes. And so that's what really, really interested me in, in that video. Okay. So if you haven't seen it, make sure you go watch it. Um, maybe if I have time, I'll put a card up there uh, on the take on the uh, YouTube side. If you're listening on Spotify or anything like that, you'll just have to go to the YouTube page and, and look for uh, Christie's airline pilot life and our recent episode was all about the 145 the envoy just retired just six months ago they retired from their fleet the the venerable 145 christy how did you get into doing that video so i knew that they were coming up with the retirement on it and i had a lot of friends that actually were flying the 145 and they wound up having to go back through um training to get type rated on the 175, which is a completely different airplane. I never had the opportunity to fly the 145. I was um, put on the 175 with Envoy from the beginning. So I started talking to some of my friends. Yeah. So what was it like? And which airplane do you like better? And, um, you know, we would get into these conversations about the differences between the 145 and the 175. And then an opportunity came up as I was talking to some of the higher ups at Envoy for other things. Um, hey, we're going to be retiring this airplane in May and we can get you if you want to do a video on it, we can get you on a jump seat uh, on the 145. One of the 145s going from DFW out to the desert and um there's an air airfield out in arizona where they park these airplanes and then the reason why they do that is because it's dry out there they're able to put covers on them and it's dry so there's really no risk of corrosion or anything like that and then they sell the airplanes re-outfit them and put them into service somewhere else um so it's actually believe it or not it's a really great um like program that they have for these airplanes they don't just go out there to die they go out there to get outfitted and, and move on to provide service somewhere else. Um, but I guess that's a pretty interesting thing I hadn't thought about. There's probably an entire department at airlines that just simply deal with the, the selling of old equipment. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, there, so what was really cool too, is when we actually got out there, um, we saw other airplanes, like there was a 747 out there that was actually being parted out. And so was Jack Snyder <laughs> jumping on the wing? You know, I looked because I, I thought for sure I'd see him, but no. Uh-uh. Um, but yeah, just so such a really fun, very cool experience. I, you know, sitting in the flight deck of the 145, I had never done that before. I've been on a 145 before um, as a passenger, but I'd never gotten to sit in the jump seat. So this was my first and only time being able to do that and watching the similarities and the differences between the 145 and the 175, you know, 
this video actually started off as something completely different. And once I actually experienced it, that's where I decided to take it where I did. Where you did a stand-up. Because all your other airline pilot life with Christy, it's you taking the GoPro into your day job. And this one, you took the GoPro along, but you end up writing a script and doing a stand-up. Yeah, and a lot of that had to do with um, with the whole experience of being there with the crew and just learning about what an amazing airplane this really, really was. And I, I get kind of emotional. I know it sounds so silly. I get emotional thinking about it. Because you're in love. Well, no, because I will. it's not because I'm in love. It's because um, listening to these other pilots, these fellow, you know, envoy pilots talk about their experiences with the 145, how this airplane changed not only their lives, but the lives of others that came before them. It changed the company as they knew it. And then I started talking to um, some of what we call the lifers, the guys mm -hmm. that have been with Envoy since, you know, Envoy was American Eagle. And like, even before American Eagle was Eagle, you know, um, when the 145 came on the scene, it was a huge deal. Well, talk about that. Why? Because historically, the um, regional carriers were truly regional carriers. They they flew what people knew as puddle jumpers, you know, these right. um, turboprop airplanes. That was the only turbine time that they could build was um, in these turboprops. And you built up a bunch of turboprop time and then hopefully moved on to the legacy carriers, which flew jets. And um, when the 145 was developed... The regionals, uh, starting with ExpressJet, actually, they were the premier American carrier to buy the 145 and operate it. Um, you know, it was them and uh, American Eagle started flying the 145s, and suddenly it changed the dynamic for the regionals. They could go further. They could go higher. And um, very importantly for the pilots themselves is they were now building uh, turbine, like jet turbine time which was huge because before that they could only, you know, build turbo prop time, which it's still turbine time, but it's like in a different category. Right. And that was a big deal if you wanted to move on to one of the legacy carriers. And so um, it really did revolutionize how we did, um, how pilots were built up in their career, as well as how passengers were, you know, carried around because now these regional carriers could do more than just regional flying. And that eventually led into the development of my love, the 175. Right. Um, and that that's really where, where my and love really is. there's plenty of 175 love in your 145 video. It, oh, yeah. Well, because the 145 led into the development of the right. 175. And even though um, Envoy is still technically a regional airline, and I guess you could call the, uh, the 175 a regional jet, it's, I mean, I just did a turn recently to Missoula and back. You know, that's not regional. Like, what region are we talking here? North America, because that's what we do. We fly to Canada. We fly all over Mexico. We we do all over the United States. I mean, this airplane is very capable. Not quite uh, Hawaii capable, but it is still... I mean, I recently did a, a turn where I flew from DFW to Nassau, like the Bahamas, nonstop in the 175. And then we did a turn and then flew it back. So um, just thinking of how the 175 was developed 
It came out of the 145, which came out of, you know, other airplanes. And once I started looking into it, I really found um, that the whole process of Embraer, like how they started from their humble beginnings and then grew and kind of filled this market, um, uh, that that's kind of where it took a turn. I, I wanted to tell just the brief history of Embraer, the 145, and of course talk about the 175. Right. So. Well, I, you know, I think it's, it, I tease you about it, but I mean, I think that your affection for airplanes in general and the 175 for specifically, I think it's great. Well, thank you. I mean, it's just such a great airplane. I, I can't imagine we, we get pilots that will jump seat with us that fly other airplanes. They fly the seven three. They fly the Airbus. You know whatnot, and they're really impressed by the one seventy five and and the setup and everything. Even so. with that, uh, what do you call it? The the ram horn yoke. Oh, yeah. I love that thing. Really, some people don't, right? Well, they've never. They probably have never flown it. That's why they look at it and they think it looks goofy. It's so ergonomic. Like it's so, you know, like. I can't explain it. You just you have to experience it to understand. So, like are we going to see a ram horn yoke in the Wong Warrior? I've been looking. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> no, it's, it's nothing STC'd for that. No, honestly, it's because of what you know. The control column for the flight controls comes out of the floor versus in the oh, Warrior. Right, right, the right. control column is you know. Yeah, it, but you could still stick a an M on there. I mean, it's possible, I guess, but no. So, all right. Well, uh, if you haven't seen the video, please go and check it out. It's um, it's it's really interesting about the 175. And does this mean that Envoy only has 175s now? That that's correct. 175s and 170s. But you really can't from the outside. You really can't tell the difference, can you? Ish, you kind of can. The 170s are a little bit shorter, and they have the straight wingtips. Okay. Versus the 175s are longer and they have the enhanced wingtips. Okay. Yeah. So. And since one came off last year or two years ago, we we now know that has nothing to do with with like speed performance or anything. All it did was add fuel efficiency. Um. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. Fortunately, it wasn't uh, a, an issue with the aerodynamics right. or anything of the airplane. It did yaw. It caused a little bit of yaw, but. I mean, they were able to correct, and the crew did a great job with that situation. Yeah. And now, I in the American livery, that because Envoy feeds into, and, and, and all their planes are American, I have seen 145s, and I was like, what? I thought they were all retired. So explain that. Okay, so... Envoy no longer flies the 145s, but one of our sister companies, um, Piedmont... Piedmont. They do still fly the 145s, at least for now. So we will see 145s with American paint jobs at the airports. Correct, but they are not operated by Envoy. Yeah, it'll be one or the other. And how many of the regional carriers make up what used to be American Eagle? Oh, gosh. Uh, so are you talking about American Eagle as it is now? American Eagle as it was before? No, now. Or? So you've got Piedmont, you got Envoy. What are some of the others? Okay. Uh, Mesa? So, um, oh, um, no, actually, not anymore. So American has three wholly owned carriers. That's Envoy, PSA, and Piedmont. We're, the three of us were kind of like, you know, sister companies. Mm -hmm. Um, 
we operate similar but different missions. Um, Envoy, of course, flies the 175 and the 170 fleet. Um, as we discussed, Piedmont has the 145s. And uh, PSA flies the CRJs. Okay. So they fly, I think, the CRJ the 7 and 900. 900, yeah. Um, there are a couple of other carriers that fly the American Eagle Paint. Republic is one of them. They fly 175s. Um, SkyWest is another one. They fly CRJs and also 175s. But I think they fly for, uh, I think they fly the American Eagle Paint more on the West Coast uh, mm. on the 175s. Um, and then we've also got Air Wisconsin that's flying the CRJ 200s out of Chicago. So 200s? What's yeah, a 200? Really short CRJs, really, okay. really small ones. But they're they're the ones doing a lot of the short haul stuff. Mm -hmm. So they'll fly from like Chicago to Appleton, for example. Right. You know, they're doing a lot of the short hop stuff. Um, I don't believe American is partnered with Mesa anymore, but they were. I think Mesa is primarily partnered with United at oh, this time. Okay. Um, and that ended earlier this year. Um, so in that situation, uh, as a corporation, American just sells that that company over to United. Well, they never had; they were never ownership. They oh, never okay. had ownership of it. It was it's like Sky West. There's a partnership there, but there's no direct ownership. Okay, of that but company. there is on Envoy, PSA, and Piedmont. We are what's called wholly owned, so okay. we are owned by American Airlines. I see, I see. Okay, well. Uh, thanks for coming on and sharing with us the behind the scenes on the 145 and the 175. It's a really good video. And again, if you guys haven't seen it, you need to go check it out. Also, thank you to our sponsors. We've got a new one, Abington Watches. Christy's wearing the Amelia. And if you uh, go to our YouTube page and, and click our link in the description, it'll automatically put in a 10% discount using our code taking off. Also, Flying Eyes. You use our code taking off for a 10% discount at flyingeyesoptics.com. Marshall Protective Services, personal protection elevated at mpsprotects.com. Colton Mortgage, coltontakingoff.com. 67 Designs. Oh, man, these are the best camera, tablet mounts you can get uh, for your uh, plane or your car. Uh, and also Z-Vision, the brightest taxi landing lights that are out there. So, uh, Christy, thanks again for being here. You get them all? I think I got them all. Okay. All right. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time on the uh, Taking Off podcast.